Welcome to Dungeons and Designers, a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals. I'm your DM, Will Churin. Let's get rolling. Hey, we are back for episode 11 of Dungeons and Designers. Uh, in addition to Courtney, Dan, and Zach, we are joined by Kevin Green. What's up, Kevin? Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Before we jump right into play, do you want to give us like a quick synopsis of who you are, things we should know about you? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm Kevin Green. I am a brand designer from New Jersey. Um, and I think you have a podcast called Fireside Chat or Fireside. I do. I, yeah, Fireside Podcast, just Fireside um, with Michael Sulik. Um, yeah, although it's a common name, you might need to like throw our name into the search to find We're it. We're going to put yeah, it in the description podcast. when this oh, gets sweet. released on audio and YouTube. So people will find it there. Cool. Um, we'll also try to link it when we post about this on our Instagram. Awesome. We'll make sure everyone knows. So it's been a good two, two and a half months since we've played this campaign. Um, we had planned on doing an episode at Creative South with some friends, mm-hmm. Kevin included. That got canceled because the Creative South got postponed until next year. And then we did an episode where we just talked about um, kind of like the recap of what's happened in the last eight episodes. So today we are picking up um, the last story that we played through uh, was with Andrew Sale. And we had just left the tunnels and left the forest and were um, standing over this large, vast plains. Um, we saw griffins flying ahead. And then in the far distance, you saw the black peak of the mountain that you know is where the Torchblade are bringing all of your goblin friends and family. So what do you guys want to try to do? I think we're going to start heading towards that peak. Start moving towards the mountains. Throw football over them mountains. (laughs) (laughs) And so far right now, even though Kevin's sitting here with us, he's not in the scene yet. Um, We just moments ago came out of the... (laughs) The tunnel. Yeah, I'm going to. I saw your name. <laughs> I'm going to say he's. <laughs> uh, you and guys. For those at home, this is my first D and D campaign. That's true. Ever. Yeah. So let that be known. Yeah, we're going to have little... fun with him. I I believe in <laughs> Kevin Green, uh, who today will Thanks. be named Keebler. <laughs> um, but yeah, just moments ago, you kind of got up from a rest. You cleaned up yourselves a little bit from the long tunnel and the under, kind of like that super moist environment. You're rested. You're level four now. And you are making your way down the small hill into the plains. It's a very like Rohan scene, right? Rolling hills. Um, In the far west, you can see just like a, like a, a hint of a desert. In the very far distance, there's like the black shadow coming from the lone peak of the northeast. Um, what I need you guys to do is give me a roll of a d20. Um, only one of you will decide who wants to kind of lead the party as you're walking. That's me then? Yeah, go for it. What was it? That 20. All right. <laughs> Fennec sees in the far distance two elves sprinting across the plains. Um, because of your 20, uh, you notice that they're wearing kind of like very light clothing and one has a giant wooden box chopped to their back. They both are armed and they both have, um, kind of like these cylinder tube compartments. Do we all see this or just him? 
just him. Okay. Because he's like leading the, the march. Um, as they're running and you notice them, what do you want to do? Do you want to tell anybody? I'm just like, get down and kind of pull everybody kind of motion. And I kind of lay flat while like put sticking my head up. Okay. Try to watch them. Yeah. As they, you do that, they catch you out of like the side of their eye, just like the motion. And as they start running, you see them start slowing down and then turning towards you. I load my crossbow. Okay. <laughs> and I, I kind of, um, I'm a Matt that you guys are probably on either side of me, right? Yeah. I kind of elbow Yola and it's like, use that, uh, that far talk thing you do. See if you can get their attention. Find yeah. out what they're doing. What would you like to know? Just if they're going to try to hurt us or not. So this bozo can let go with the arrow or not. I prepare an attack. <laughs> I pull out my little horn thing. That's not a horn. And uh, <laughs> I'll use message. Um, and I kind of want to give it... I haven't succeeded in the last time with talking to people, so I'm wondering if my magic could make the message spell work, and then I kind of shove it in Finnick's face. <laughs> where you're supposed to talk. So you, you're giving Fennec your cowbell that you use to, to send messages to people, and yes, you're hoping Fennec could convince him. Yeah. Do I need to roll there for it? No, you just have to tell me what you're mm-hmm. going to say. Okay, I take it. I'm like, um, don't move any closer. What are you? Where are y'all going? Yeah, and you can tell like they don't care. And within like moments, they are up right next to you, and they can see you all clearly. But they haven't drawn their swords or anything. Um, they move much faster. And like where you guys might uh, stand around three to four feet tall, they're clear over six foot each. Um, one is a female. She's the one who's got the giant wooden box on her back, and the other one is an elf named Keebler. Kevin, can you just like give me a quick quick thought about what you think your character would look like? Oh man, so he's got a white shirt on with a red vest and a green jacket. And he has a, <laughs> a little red hat with yellow pants and then like a yellow uh, band around his red hat. That's, that's Keebler. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I also love the fact... He's got a yellow tie, too. He's got a yellow tie. I'm just now pairing it up where Keebler is an elf, but, like, in my head, elf has nothing to do with small little tree people. Because you're more of, like, the fantasy of, like, the really tall, slender, almost majestic named Keebler. (laughs) So the, the, the female elf comes up to you and just says, like, we come in peace. What are you pooksie doing out here? Uh, I, he looks, Finnick, I look surprised at her for knowing who we are and what region we're from. And I'm just like, we were uh, running from the torch blade. We ended up out here. What are, where are you doing? Um, you guys don't usually come out in the fields. As far as I understand, you guys like the woods and the mountains more. Yeah. And when you start like speaking to them, you like notice that each of them have the little leaf signal, uh, signet that you saw on that map of Samle. And um, that they're from this, they're the far south, like right on the border of the Fief Sea. They're the Mal, Malbem. And she says, she explains to you that they're surveyors and that what their job is, them and many other elves, is that they just roam the land of Joski, keeping note of how things are changing and keeping track of like the evil that has been spreading. Um, so by saying that, she so, shows you guys a huge map 
And on the map, she has like labeled all these different spots that she, they have seen and uh, explains that her next stop is to go back down to Midten and see what's happening there. But she moves so much faster than you that she doesn't offer to bring you with. I uh, still haven't dropped my crossbow. I say, what's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> and she says, nothing of interest. And when she opens it up, it's just full of maps, um, tools to like measure distance, uh, different notebooks, different like artifacts, like rocks and stuff from all the different locations. Just like all the tools that she would bring back to her people to show what's happening. I uh, turn to Fennec and say, oh, it's just nerd stuff. He probably would like it. No cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of peer in the box and then look. So what are you running from? Are you, are you running to something? We just run continuously from spot to spot. What have you been finding? Anything? And I kind of describe like the tree people we came through and kind of the centipedes and the drag, basically the larger creatures and how strange they are. And I'm just curious if they've seen any of those up ahead in this plane. Yes, those centipedes and those mutations are not new to this area. Those are the least of your worries moving forward if you're headed to the peak. I wouldn't say we're worried. We quickly uh, dispatched all of those anyway. So, <laughs> um, As she's like looking through the map, she like shows you all the different points on it where she's um, been looking recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she hands you guys the map, which I've given you guys already. Um, and she, she starts like pointing out like trees and canyons and like all these different areas that she has seen like mutating quicker than normal. And she explains how like the only reason she can imagine this is happening is because there's like items there that are so magical that they're like helping spur the spread. And that if you're going to head to the Lone Peak, that they, they might have things that you could use. But that they've not gone to the Lone Peak themselves and don't know what lies behind those shadows. I'm looking at I'm like, well, we're going to head there one way or the other. One of y'all want to come and uh, help find out? Yeah. And when you ask that, you can tell she's like almost frustrated because like they, they are working and she doesn't even know why you're out here. So she looks at Keebler and asks, like, do you want to join them and just help them get to like their next stop yeah, yeah. and then return with me? Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. All right, so she rolls I, up. I, like, I kind of, like, just kind of, like, put my hand on my head. I'm like, we got the Fruit Loop? <laughs> um, so she rolls up one of the maps and hands it to Yola because she looks like the most trustworthy of the group because she's not holding a crossbow um, or trying to talk through magic items to her. <laughs> and she gives you this, the map and goes, uh, feel free to use this. I don't know if anything is going to help you. Just know you need to be very careful when you're checking out these areas. Um, as she says that, she like picks up her box, puts it on her back, and she goes, Keebler, be safe. Return as quick as possible because we will have to check out the West sooner than later. And starts making her way down um, towards Midten. Again, running at a pace that like you haven't seen before. I just yell after her, good luck. Hope you find your dad. And then... <laughs> Yeah, turn to uh, turn to Keebler and say she's kind of a wet rag, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good 
and I like this idea of like Keebler almost being kind of like an intern elf. Like this is his first survey, and the boss who might have been frustrated with Keebler was just like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like let's let Keebler go help you guys. Like we'll deal with him later. <laughs> oh no, we got the intern. <laughs> So um, Keebler, in addition to his um, very awkward outfit, um, you see like a a sword sheath to his side. He's also got tubes full of maps and things. Um, And as you guys start looking through this map, what location kind of stands out to you as being the first one you would want to visit? A lone dark tower. Which number was that? Uh, 12. Okay, so that's super far away. Yeah, but we're it's dark. At, we're, but it's at dark. we're at one, right? Yeah, you guys are currently at one. Kevin, I'm sorry, I didn't send you the map. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was not sure if I... No, it's cool. Um, well, I already had the map. So. You do have the map. Yeah, you got it memorized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need the map. <laughs> I just look... Fennec looks at and looks up at Keeler. I'm like, what's uh, what was going on over there by that large tree? So Keebler knows that there has been like a song emitting from that tree and that um, like the activity of birds have been like way more active than recent years. Kind of says, yeah, okay, tree, birds, whatever. Uh, do you got not see the lone dark tower? I mean, man, we're going to get there like eventually, but yeah. look at the point of the map. I'm like, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine landmarks. Between here and there. It's almost if we could just move fast like those elf people, you know, we could just go there right now. I think we just need to hustle a little bit more. Yeah, look at keep... Piggyback ride. Like, uh, hey, uh, what's what's your strength at? They can carry like 90 pounds. How many goblins do you think you could hold up? (laughs) Well, I think we can all agree that the tree is closest and in the direction of everything else that we're headed or wanting to get to. What do you think about checking it out? Fine. I'm already walking that way. Sweet. <laughs> okay. I so, uh, begrudgingly trudge behind them. So you know this is going to be, it's like <laughs> maybe midday right now. You know that's going to take you at least till sunset to get there because of the distance you need to span. Um, Keebler is going to be walking much slower than a normal pace because um, his legs are so much longer than yours. Mm. Um, he runs it three or four times while we're still walking. Yeah. So the way that we're going to do this is you're going to need to work in um, kind of like one long rest in between these spans. <laughs> so what I kind of want from you guys is like to give a description of like something you want to look for or an opportunity to take this rest if that makes sense. Like, do you want to look for um, a rocky ridge or woods or a home or... Are there any dark holes? Yeah, I think we would look for caves or, like, root systems we could go under. That feels like home to me. So let's yeah, let's look for, like... Um, I, I would kind of combine all this together, like a uh, a rocky cliff that might lead to a cave or a system. Underneath. I kind of uh, nudge, I nudge uh, Keebler's like thigh. I guess is where I would be at, maybe height wise. <laughs> and and I, and I say uh, we're looking for a cave. What do your elven eyes see? All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do this to give you kind of like your your first roll 
Kevin, cool. because Kevin's never played D and D before. So, um, welcome to the wonderful, weird world of imagination. <laughs> um, so, do you have your character sheet I gave you? Yes, I do. Perfect. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have you roll a uh, D twenty, which cool. was on that D and D Beyond or the Wizards rollers, that orange die. So, you're gonna do, roll one of those, and then you're gonna add in. Um, let's do. Uh, isn't there a perception? Yeah. Yeah, where is that? Oh, there it is. Wisdom. So you're going to add plus two to your roll. Uh, so 17. Cool. Ooh. So with 17, that's pretty good. So um, you're not going to be able to find any kind of um, root systems or kind of trees because it's just like a long, vast like field of grass. But I believe like as you're walking through, as it gets closer to dark, you find like a big rock mound that you can kind of build a little camp next to. So as you guys get there, we'll say it's probably around five o'clock, six o'clock, like just sunset is just becoming to happen. Um, you guys can build a campfire. You can do whatever you want. Like what things do you want to do before you take your long rest here? I'm going to uh, like kind of set myself up into the rock crag area <clears throat> as a, uh, you know, like kind of hiding. Um, I'm going to let cuddles out of the bag of holding. So and... Kevin, just because you probably don't know, uh, <laughs> Zach decided with his character to be able to make uh, mechanical, like what they're called iron defenders, I believe. And mm -hmm. his is a giant raccoon. But it's like be... a foot taller than me. Yeah, it's like a four foot large, like robotic raccoon that he keeps in this little magical bag. So like when he opens it up, the raccoon can kind of like bound out. I ride it around in fights and stuff. And cool. sometimes we disguise ourselves and I'll stand on it. But um, I'm going to use mending to heal him from the last fight during this long rest. Cool. Um, I'm going to take some of the cloth that I have and um, my unseen servant let her out of the music box okay and try to construct like a bed like area for us perfect so as like you're getting through it's probably like seven or eight o'clock now um you've made beds uh as hag is like up against the rock as like tight as possible kind of hiding in like what remains of the shadows um fennec is working on cuddles keebler is probably just frustrated that he got put on this task to kind of uh, carry along these goblins to their next destination. So fed up. Yeah. Making coffee for us. Uh, but because he's an elf, he doesn't need to take a long rest um, or sleep. So as you guys all like begin to slumber, Keebler is awake. Um, kind of just maybe, I believe you have like a die set. So maybe you're playing games. Um, just try to relax through this time of just being like, I wish I was going back home, but I can't. Mm hmm so we're going to have you roll the same exact roll again. So you're going to do the d20 cool. plus perception. Um, this is because you're acting as lookout as the night goes on. So it's the roll plus two again? Yep. Only three then. <laughs> Ooh, Wait, so, so you rolled a one? I rolled a one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say like after like the first like six hours, um, it's now like maybe very early morning. You <laughs> all are awoken by like a rumble on the ground. Rock speaking. I will. Oh, what? You can go. Oh, I'm gonna uh, like do a like a nice little like tumble backflip up onto the rocks and like prepare my crossbow. 
Okay. Yeah. Anyone else want to do anything like quick, like reactionary to this like little earthquake feel that you have going on? I grab my lance and jump to stand next to Cuddles, who's was never asleep either. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just gather up all of our materials and try to move out of the way. Okay. Yeah. As you guys all are moving and like confused and like wondering what this earthquake is the rock you guys were resting on just begins to lift as hag is pushed into the air and arms come out of the rock and feet and you see that this like what you thought was this like just a centenary rock is actually this rock golem and uh i need you all to roll um initiate uh initiative so initiative is going to be you're going to roll your d20 again your d20 is gonna be like your best friend and then there's an initiative number. For Kevin, it's plus four. Um, so you're gonna roll your d20 and you're gonna add plus four. I got 14. 18. 15. Okay, wait, sorry. So we got Zach with a 14. Mm-hmm. Dan was a 15. 18. 18. What was that, Kevin? 15 for me. Cool. Courtney? 17. Okay, so it's going to go Dan, Courtney, Kevin, Zach, and then my guy. All right. Is that his name? You mean my guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for anyone who kind of wants to check it out, um, this creature's name is Galabdur, uh, D-U-H-R. And while we're doing this, I'm going to, because we're live streaming now, um, we're bringing in some visual tools so I'm gonna switch over Streamlabs to be on our map. So let's see if this works. There we go. Okay, so if you're watching live on Twitch or if you're watching the video after, um, the little K token stands for Kevin. And then we or have- Keebler. Or Keebler, <laughs> which is convenient. Fennec has the black haircut. Um, Yola has the white haircut. And then Azhag has the cape. The shadow. The shadow. Yes. And then what, uh, what was the spelling of this thing? Uh, G-A-L-E-B-D-U-H-R, I believe. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to just bring it here. Oop. And then I'm just going to change this to um, G. Ooh, spooky, guys. And then I'm going to put you over here, Dan, like right behind him. No, that's me. I'm sorry, you're right. Boop. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Okay. And we're, this is a test. We'll see how this goes. You can let us know in comments or on Twitter if you liked this. And uh, we'll see if it works. All right. So, Dan, you're first, I believe. I'm going to use uh, Hunter's Mark on him as a spell. Okay. What's that do? Actually, that doesn't sound like me. I'm going to uh, flip off him. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, and shoot him with my crossbow. All right, how far away do you want to go now that we can actually like judge distance? Um. Well, I would flip off and kind of move. Uh, I don't know what my movement is. Thirty. I'll move like what? What are you doing? Five feet for a square? Yep. Or five okay, feet I'll I'll move like uh, two away. Okay. And I'm assuming away from your group, right? Yeah. Obviously. More into the darkness. 18. Yeah, that hits. And then I will roll a uh, d8 where I have 
-hmm. It's somewhere here. Where are you? Is this you? Yeah. Where are you? Ooh, eight. Uh, so I'll hit him for 14. And then I'm going to roll again for my dragon. Wait, that's 14? Mm-hmm. Okay. So 20. as you see the bolt come off, it pierces and deflects, but doesn't do as much damage as you thought it would. All right. I'm fine with that. I actually shoot him again. Um, and I hit him for... Uh, dang. 12. So, as Hag's taking his two shots, the bolts are ricocheting and none of them are sticking. Courtney? I'm up next. Yes. Um, I'm going to stay where I'm at and cast Shatter, which is new for me. Um, I pick a point of my choice within range, which is 60 feet away from me. And then it's um, spherical shape. There's going to 10 foot radius around the golem will shatter he has to make a constitution saving throw um and since he's made of stone the way i'm reading it that he has disadvantage on it because he's made of stone it's all you good Chow. that's a it's pretty good usage of your spells there <laughs> no more thumbs. all right so i need to do a yeah. con saving throw <laughs> yeah cool uh so i rolled a 18 uh, no 21 He's got plus five. Okay. So, so then you take half, half damage. I need to do one too, don't I? Keebler? Because mm. we're within a ten foot circle of her. Are we? Well, I, it's a point of my choice. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. So I put it on the golem. This is a dope spell. Okay, so they... <laughs> I mean, 15 divided by 2, is that 8 or 7? <laughs> we're going to do 8. <laughs> okay. We'll round up. Wow, generous. I know. <laughs> Benevolent DM. Cool. Do it for the podcast. Oh, All right, Keebler. It's currently your turn. Man. So if you look okay. at your character sheet, you have yes. um, actions. Do you see that list? It's to the right. It's like the I big do. panel. Yep. So you yep. can attack with either of those items, and you can attack um, once with each of them if you'd like. But if you, see, if you click on yeah. Flame Tongue Rapier, mm -hmm. uh, if you speak a, a like a a magical word, you can erupt your sword into fire and it will do Whoa. extra damage. So I don't know if you have a magical word you want to kind of come up with on the spot here and you can try to like set your your sword on fire. Um, yeah, I do want to do all of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, my magical word is going to be cookies and I am going <laughs> to use that action right on so you cookies in elvish your elvish language you just mutter the word cookies into your sword and as you yeah, do no that, it's cookies it translates directly to cookies <laughs> <laughs> and as you do that and you pull out your sword um flames erupt from the hilt down the blade all right so um if you can see the map you can move you have to be standing next to the golem to attack it so do you okay. want to, do you want to kind of charge for attack? Yeah, I'll charge for attack while yelling cookies the entire time. Obviously, as he kind of again like puts his hand to his head, he's like, "This guy is <laughs> such a weirdo." 
Okay, so the way this works is uh, right next to the flame tongue rapier, like that word, you'll see uh, mm -hmm. plus six is your to hit. So you're going to roll that d20 again, and you're going to roll plus and add six to it. Cool. Uh, 15 plus six, 21. Yeah, so that's high enough it hits. Then you roll your d8 plus six. So you're going to roll that d8. Uh, uh, roll um, that plus six, that's the 13. Perfect. And then you're going to roll 2d6. So you have to find that six die and then uh, roll two of them. Okay, cool. Because that's the fire damage. You said the first number was 13, right? Um, yes. No, sorry. It was 21, then 13. Um, and this one is without adding anything else to it? Yeah, just 2d6. 2d6 is five. Awesome. And as you see that flame hit, it takes out like like uh, dust comes off him and you can see that it's starting to hurt. Okay, Courtney. Oh, we're going back. I'm sorry, Zach. Um, so from Cuddles, I'm going to attack him with the lance and then ride Cuddles off about 15 feet away okay. up this direction after I hit him with the lance. Try to hit him with the lance. Okay, I don't have a uh, token for what's his name for cuddles. That's cuddles. all right. I'm on top of him, so it's the same thing. Perfect. <laughs> That's a nat twenty to hit. Okay, so you're gonna double your your roll and then add. You mean a roll up. twice or? Yeah. Just roll twice. Okay. That's six and six plus three, fifteen damage. Perfect, and that's with your plus. Nice. Yep. Cool. And that was with your lance, you said, right? Yep. Perfect. So... And then, yeah, I move away about 15 feet up this way. Okay. Um, you see him, the rock creature, as it looks around because only... Um, three of you guys have like, or all four of you have hit and hurt him, but Keebler with the flaming sword is standing like right next to him. And he's going to just take his like giant rock fist and just swing at Keebler. So right. I'm going to roll. Uh, and he totally misses. Whoa. But as he's coming back with his other arm, he's going in for one more swing. And that one he misses so bad that he slams his fist into the ground and gets it stuck. And you see him as he's like trying to pull it out of the ground, and then it's Azhag's turn. Yep. I'm going to attack again um, and use my sharpshooter thingy. Where is that? Um, so I'm going to do a negative five to my attack roll. Okay. And I roll a 15. So 15. 10? No, with this, everything. Okay. Uh, you miss. Bummer. I know. Okay, Courtney. You watch um, as this creature has its fist in the ground and a bolt flies over its head towards you, but above you. What are you going to do? I'm going to run in and try to attack and hopefully not fudge it. Okay. Um, what are you going to try to do? Dual wields and does... A, t a 10 or an 8 work. 
You rolled a 10 and an 8? Yeah. They don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Then I'm going (laughs) to, if I have extra movement, disengage and run away. Okay, we'll let you go there. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right, Kevin. You've watched (laughs) both of these goblins miss. Uh, You're still standing next to this giant rock golem with his fist in the ground. Yeah. What would you like to try? And I I could use either of those actions again? Yep. Cool. Let's go with that uh, the flame tongue again. All right. So you're gonna roll your d twenty, and, and uh, I'm screaming cookies as loud as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming over your head, cookies. <laughs> um. So I rolled a ten. Okay. So sixteen. It makes contact. You see the flame blade hit and enter into the rock. Roll your d eight plus six. Uh, nine. Perfect. And then you can roll your two d6s. Um, two d6s. Ten. Nice. All right, Zach. So Finnick is going to prepare his lance again, kind of lift it up, move down to right about here, ten feet away from the golem, and try to stab it again. Mm-hmm. He it's a five plus five ten misses, and then just moves back down <laughs> that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, just kind of circles back and just wait and watches the golem as like most of these misses. He's thinking like, man, maybe I'm better with my arm in the ground, but plucks it out of the <laughs> ground, moving the earth, and then goes in for an immediate another slam into Keebler, um. and misses again. Uh, <laughs> Dan's turn as high. <laughs> I uh, mutter to myself and I say, I forgot the darkness and I uh, use my hide bonus action thing to hide in the darkness. There is no darkness. I thought you said it was nighttime still. No, it's like the next morning now. Uh, is there anywhere I, anything I can hide behind? He was what you were hiding behind. So there's nothing There's nothing else. So <laughs> one rock in an open field. Yeah. Would he have shadow in front of him since it's morning? <laughs> you could try to like... Yeah, visit. can I hide in his own shadow? <laughs> I don't think we're going to let that happen. All right. Roll it. So there's not. You said it's rolling hill. There's no like hill I could get behind. And like get prone. Well, no, like a hill you would hide behind and then pop up and no, shoot. nothing like a steep like little cliff. This feels like this feels like a Spider-Man stuck on a golf course scenario. Apparently, great powers until there's Fine. no buildings I'll over six feet. Shoot tall. him with sharpshooter again. Okay. Um, sixteen. Yeah, that hits. All right, hit him. I do it. Twenty-three. Yeah, I guns it. Did you cool. say you just hit him for twenty-three? Yeah. And <laughs> as he does, you still see the bolt kind of just like deflect off its shoulder. But with it this time, taking like little pieces of rocks. Huzzah! All right, Fever. Courtney. I'm gonna go with old faithful. And stay where I'm at, but I know that Keebler's right next to the golem, so I want to shift the range to where it's not going to affect Keebler at all. Um, and cast Jatter. Cool. Do you get two um, level yeah. two spells? I have... Er, like, how many slots do I have? Yeah. Three. Okay, cool. I can do this two more times. Okay, so you'll you'll get disadvantage on your saving throw for constitution. Perfect. 
Uh, where am I? Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 19. Yeah, this guy's strong. <laughs> he's got a lot of constitution. Yeah, he's a rock. Um, so that's 10 damage. Cool. Um, let's see. As he's standing there, he's going to just try to take another whack at this elf that he just, like, he's continually missed. <laughs> and it's a miss again. Um, oh, my. Yeah, I, I'm going to stop using that. I'm going to move to this one. All right. <laughs> that's um, how it works. As I your turn. <laughs> Again? Yeah. Oh, well, that was quick. Um, I guess do I... I'll... Oh, Zach's turn. Oh, did I skip that? I'm sorry, Zach. Twice. No, it's okay. Go. Instead of here being quiet. Are you going to come and do the same thing? Yep. Boop. 19. Oh, yeah. Your third time, it's working. The pike enters his chest a little bit. For 10 plus... Sorry. Uh, 13 damage cool but similar move, similar yeah, move to the back. bow you see your pike kind of just scrape off to the side as it does it and just takes off little bits of rock okay all right as hag all right i'll do the same thing Pow. oh uh 20 <laughs> <laughs> that should hit so wait now do well? it Wait, does the 20 hit? Oh, yeah, well, it hits. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, a, yeah, sweet. Well, to hit, it would be a 30. I rolled the 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I I was using sharpshooters. I only add that to the first roll, right? Yeah, I'll add it once. So he yeah. takes... Oh, gosh. For crit, Do I add my, my pluses to the second No, no pluses right? Get Two added. rolls, one plus? Yep. Yeah, okay. There, let me see where... The, uh, 29 okay that's the first bolt and it's like lodged into his chest and it tries to like scrape it off but it can't reach because its hands are just too big Courtney where is Keebler in this lineup Keebler's right next to him but I mean in the order was he he's after you did we skip you oh okay got it um I'm gonna try again to run up behind and like kind of flank uh, on the other side of Keebler and the Golem. Yeah. And then let's see. I don't know what's going to hit. I believe you get to attack with advantage because we can because do. Because I'm behind him? Yeah. We can do some flanking rules now that we have this board. Ooh. Isn't that like in addition, not fifth? That's cool. Um. All right. No, and I think we can give Dan from now on too. If he's cool. in combat, Dan should be able to get. Uh, advantage as well why um, because he's in um, combat with Keebler okay oh maps maps they're great maps 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 <laughs> all right so I'm going to go in and I'm pretty sure I can only attack I can't do a spell and attack right right okay I'm gonna dub dual wields yep and try to hit for a 16 and 21 both hit with my rapiers Sweet. So you and only I do, add the bonus to one of them. Um, sixteen damage total. Okay, you see, as the golem takes a knee, grasping onto like rocks as they start falling from his chest, and Keebler, it's your turn. Uh, I'm gonna use the the flame tongue rapier again. All right, and as he's like grasping 
frequently for like all these following rocks, you just yell out cookie and you like <laughs> rail the sword. Give me a roll. So it's my roll plus six again, right? Yes. 26. Yeah. And the blade, we don't even need to do damage. Your blade just enters it and the flames come pouring from the back. Like butter. Like I, feel like, he butter. Should, I feel like he should get to do damage though. That's his first crit. No, it wasn't a crit. You need yeah. to say it was 26. You say my oh. roll plus six. Yeah, you got a crit. Oh, you got a natural roll 20? Plus... Yeah. Oh, so natural 20 is like a special thing in D&D. Um, oh, congratulations. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so you, let's let you roll the damage. So you take your, um, was it a D8, right? And you rolled was... that twice. Oh, no, Good wait, luck. sorry. That was a D20 that I rolled. Right. So is that, that a mistake? Nope, okay. that's good. So now because you you you're um you hit, you get to roll your D eight twice and then plus six. What cool. if he actually doesn't roll enough to kill it? He only needs one. <laughs> okay. Don't don't screw this up, Kevin. <laughs> the pressure's so on. I roll, so I roll my D eight twice, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Get more than one. Seven. Yes. Yes. He did let's it. Go. That's, let's go. Was not, it's more than one. It was more than one. All right, guys. Great success. You took nice. out. I don't know why I can't click on him. But yeah, you killed the golem. No, leave his marker there so we remember. Yeah. All right. We're going to take the pile um, of rocks. We're going to take a brief break um, just to see if I can fix the stream because it seems like that whole bottle was coming in really poorly on stream. So we're going to take cool. three seconds. I'm just going to end stream. I'm going to try to change a couple things and we're going to just push it back up live. Um, so while we're doing that, the party is just kind of gathering their stuff. It is now like early morning still, but you're awake. So you might as well just keep making your way towards that tree. Um, we'll be back in one second. I believe we're back and theoretically everything should be working now, but we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, Dan, do you see it? Yeah, it's definitely better. All right, cool. So let's keep moving on and hopefully it won't go down again we're doing it live <laughs> okay that's always funny yeah it's a joke that just keeps on giving right you could say that <laughs> okay so as you um start moving walking towards the tree I don't know got why. any snacks oh, this is not working at all do I have any snacks? Yeah, you guys should all have rations. Mm, what kind of rations we got? I've got ice cream rations and cookie rations and cookie rations. Did <laughs> <laughs> you guys say cookies? Cookies? <laughs> 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 all right, guys. So you start making your way to the tree. And you start hearing this song of birds, and it's um, getting louder and louder as you get there, but it's um, beautiful. Like, you've never heard birds like this before, but you don't see anything. Um, And as you get closer to the tree, you realize, like, this tree is massive. It's um, dozens of feet wide. And as you get closer and closer, there's just a small door at the base of the tree. Um, Who wrote this map? Should have been gigantic tree. (laughs) <laughs> Large, and I think like while you say that, um, Keebler is like probably thinking like 
everything on this map is special. Like we're not going to mark normal trees on this map. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm surprised the elf, Keebler the elf, didn't make any special notes about the door in the tree. (laughs) Just saying. Maybe he might not have known. That might have all just happened naturally on accident. (laughs) Mm. Yola's moved by the song and has just a single tear like dripping down her face and is kind of making a beeline to the door. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, so you guys are um Yola's running towards the tree. What are you guys all doing? Walking at a brisk pace towards the tree with a giant robot raccoon next to me. Mm. Medium-sized raccoon. It's big to me. Anybody else want to do anything? I'm just casually walking toward the tree. <laughs> yeah, I'm but I following, assume, but from like a small distance. Behind. I would assume even your casual is like as quick as they are because your legs are just so <laughs> large. <laughs> oh, it's full sound of music over here, like doing turns. <laughs> it's a little respite. So the the door is more of like a doorway, like there is no actual door. And you see as you get closer and closer and your eyes start adjusting that in the tree is a giant staircase that starts wrapping up. I, I, I can't believe you named your key- person stairs? Keebler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this like familiar? <laughs> I do. What's, uh, what's, the, what's it like the area lit by inside the tree? Or is it dark? No, there's torches all the way up. Okay, as I as I go by, I, I put out each torch. Yeah, I'm trying to return to your darkness. Yes, it's just way too bright in this tree. It sounds like a fire hazard. I agree. <laughs> I like fire this guy. inside a tree. <laughs> You're just doing doing the good work then of returning it back to normal. Yeah, I believe in Smokey. So you guys all start entering. I believe so. Okay, we need a, we need a marching order. I'm probably first. Yeah, I'm in the back. Putting I'm right behind Yola with cuddles behind me. And I'm behind Zach. Okay. Who? Who? <laughs> oh, you mean uh, oh, Finnick? Finnick the Goblin. Finnick. Oh, Finnick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> okay, as you guys start um, climbing. It gets louder and louder, and um, the stairs just seem like they go on forever. Like, this tree is so big, and as you get closer and closer to the top, you start seeing light pouring in from an opening. But it's probably, you know, a half turn away from you guys. What would you like to do? Prepare my crossbow. (laughs) Yeah, like, go towards the light. It doesn't make sense. Um, so do you want to prepare some sort of attack? How does that work for us? You just prep an attack and you then would we have say like, if this happens, I want to do this happen. That's right. Um, no okay. advantage, but it you would get like give a reaction. You, yeah, it would be like the you get first first go. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, if I if I see something evil you're gonna say something i'm gonna shoot him all right but right now courtney is the first one 
I'm going to blind whoever I see that pops out that looks scary to me. <laughs> You're going to blind with, with a spell. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a little knife, like an eye stabbing knife. Okay, so as you start going up, you start kind of creeping around the corner, and this beautiful sound is washed out by the sounds of screams. And as you turn the corner, um, you see... The first thing you see is the room. It's uh, massive. It's got 20-foot-tall ceilings. The walls are actually made of the branches and leaves of this tree, so you can see little speckles of light kind of pouring in. Um, the branches are webbed and almost forming this kind of chamber of a room. But what's even more noticeable than that are these creatures. Um, there are these mutated bird creatures they're larger than a man. They have hunched backs. Their large wings scrape and drag across the floor as they hobble around as if they're carrying something very heavy. Ugh. Their feet are talons that leave small indents in the ground as they walk. Their faces almost look human but distorted, and from the front of it comes out um, a gnarled beak, and on the edges of the beak are almost human teeth poking at each other so that when they try to talk, their chirps sound like screams, but they end in like a grinding sound of teeth. And you see two of these creatures walking around this room. Um, behind the creatures are these giant, um, like, thistled beds made up of um, branches, bird poop, and little animals that they've just been, like, forming together. This is, like, by far the most disgusting thing you've seen in, like, recent history. And all of a sudden, the, the beautiful chirping and songs of birds is just drowned out completely. And it's just, like, a horrible scene in front of you. Ugh. No boy. So if you would <laughs> like, there are two harpies, which is kind of this thing. I'm, but I'm not doing like the beautiful harpy. Like I found some reference photos of these like like old German style harpies that are like really disgusting. Um, so I know you wanted to cast blindness. Like, I don't know uh, if you can do that on multiple things or if you still want to do it, we'll let you swap. Well, I'm trying to think what we're doing here. If we're... If it's that terrifying, we might just like turn around and leave <laughs> unless we want their Is there can I do like a perception check too? If like if there's any treasure around? Uh, there's nothing. Would... So you're looking through like a Would... small doorway. Yeah. And in front of you there's just these two harpies and a wall. You can't tell like what else is in the room. And they haven't seen us yet. Right. No, they're kind of just like bouncing around and like But we know there's something we know there's something in this tree because the other elf told us there was. That's true. There's a magical item. Okay, let's blind it up. We're gonna blind. It took a long time. I feel like I would have fired by now. Yeah, you, I you know. can't get you can't get past her. I'm a deliberator. Um, I'm gonna go for the one who is um furthest away. Blind them. Okay, so we're not gonna share the map yet because I can't get it to work. Um, okay. But go for it. Right. Do the blinds. Or what do I have to do? Do I have to roll? You have to constitution saving for 12. Cool. So can you do it on two or is it only on one? I can only do it on one. Cool. So I got a 10. Okay. So it worked. Oh. Right? Sweet. Yes. Okay. So he is blind and deaf? Uh, I have to pick one. So just blind. Okay, cool. So all of a sudden you hear the screams and they get even angrier and louder because um, what was just torment and uh, pain is now confusion 
And then let's all start rolling our initiative again. Or Harvey, Harvey. Cool. So um, Azhag sees Courtney almost in shock of what she's looking at. And you start peering behind and you see the two harpies, one which is blinded and you can see him just hobbling around. I fire on the one that's not blind. Okay. Um, it's sharpshooter. Is it 16? Uh, 16 hits. Okay. Uh, hit her for eight. That's and low then... for you. Oh, sorry. I forgot it was a sharpshooter. 18. That sounds better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, I'll attack again with Dread Ambusher. Okay. Um, 24. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. Uh, 15, 25. 25 damage? Yeah. That was your terrible? Well, I rolled a 1, but it's the, you get the D8. Wait, how did you get 25 damage with a D8? Well, so for starters, I can. I did not. That's a good point. I got uh, 19. For your second attack? Sharp, sharpshooter. You get sharpshooter on both of them? Why can't they use sharpshooter? I thought it was on one attack. Um, we'll let it go for now. Before you make an attack with a ranged weapon you're proficient with, you can choose to take a negative five penalty to the attack. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's perfect. I didn't know that. Yola, you see the one that's not blinded take two bolts to the chest and take a lot of damage. It's now bleeding from these like patchy, feathered, kind of gnarled skin. Ew. This Ew. is terrifying. I want to, like, close my eyes and run towards <laughs> the one with the bolts sticking out of it. Okay. And dual wield, hit them across the chest, and I do a 16 and a 13 to hit. Both hit. Um, so that's, oh my gosh, math. No. Seven <laughs> and five. Seven and five? Mm-hmm. So that's 13. Nope, 12. Okay, Kevin, you see now um, Dan has had kind of up against the wall shooting bolts. Yola has now ran in with both her swords. I'm going to run in and use my dagger. Okay, so you're keeping your, your, short, your sword sheathed and you're running yes. up with your, your little knife and you kind of lunge at, do you want to lunge at the blind one or do you want to lunge at um, the one that's hurt? Let's go after the one that's hurt. Okay. So you kind of run up next to Yola and you like throw your, your dagger at it or stab your cool. dagger at it. My eyes are still closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got to roll the D20 again plus cool. whatever modifier was on that one. I don't remember. Um, six. Plus six. Oh, wait. Yeah. Plus yep. six. Um, seven. That does not hit. But because you have... Um, the two attack, you can attack with your other sword, too. Cool. I'll do that. Cool. So th for this one, yeah. because it's your second attack, you roll your 20 again. Yep. Add, add six. Yep. What's the number? 12. 
Okay, that one hits. And then you do your D8, but you don't add the six. Okay, cool. Just one. <laughs> it's not a good round for you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Nope. Um, Zach, you rolled a seven, right? So you go last. So okay. the Hurt Harpy is going to like look over at, at Yola with her <laughs> eyes closed and just take um, an attack with its claws. So it's going to... And it's gonna two of these. So the first one's a fifteen. Does that hit? Uh, I want to use my lucky die okay. or my lucky feet and make you roll it again. Or wait, okay, this is to hit. Yeah. Hold on. This, first one to hit. Then do you have damage. AC? What's your AC? Yeah. So AC sixteen. You pull. So they both a, miss. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah, you're good. good. So you see this um, harpy take its wings with these like talon claws on the ends and just start trying to swipe them at you. But because of all the damage it's taken, it misses. And then the other one that's blind is going to just start wildly um, swinging. So I'm going to roll disadvantage. There's two people next to him right now. So uh, no, that's only a 10. So they both miss. And then Zach, you're still in the stairwell. Is there anybody in front of I can move you can, freely though, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm on cuddles. I'm going to squeeze past and run within ten feet of the blind one. Okay. That's over to I'm imagining it's over to the right of everyone. Yeah. From that map we once saw. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, uh, I can't get the map to work. So I'm gonna get within ten feet of it and um try to hit it with the lands. That's a seven. Seven hit. No. Okay. I was waiting for the additional the seven no. plus. <laughs> It was a two plus five. Sorry, buddy. No, it's okay because Cuddles gets to go next, and Cuddles is going to try to bite it. Sure. Um, so we move a little bit closer. To Actually, wait for your other one. Roll twice because because he's blinded. I believe you get to roll with oh, advantage. Oh, disadvantage. I think you get to roll with advantage. Okay, fifteen. Uh yes. D twelve for um, twelve damage. Cool. And then um, Cuddles. Cuddles is going to bite it. For nine. Perfect. Five plus four. Yeah. Cool. And then we're going to go back to Dan. Azhag. There's one yeah. extremely hurt and a blind one that's been damaged. I'm going to hit the extremely hurt one. With sharpshooter again. Um, 19. Yep. And we're just going to say you killed it. But in case you were curious, yeah. I did 19 damage. Perfect. 18 over what you needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yola, it's right back to you. Um, okay. I'm assuming like you open your eyes and the big guy that you were attacking is just laying in front of you dead. Yeah, <laughs> it all just happened around me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, 26 and 8 to hit. Okay, one hits. Uh, nine. Cool. Damage. He's very hurt, um, but not dead. Okay. All right. Uh, then I'm going to back out. Yeah. Okay, you do your disengage. Mm-hmm. Okay, Keebler. You watch the disgusting one fall next to you, and there's one now blind and hurt. Yeah, I'm going to use the flim tongue grip here. Okay, you're going to turn on fire Lost. again? Oh, yeah, I'm going to scream cookies. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting wow. for one time you to say it really softly, dramatically, like right next to its ear. <laughs> 
as, right. it, as it lights up. So uh, because he's blind, roll two <laughs> d20s. Cool. Total 22 plus the six, right? Yeah, uh, yes. No, wait, no, wait, sorry. The plus six, you roll the d20. Roll it, roll one d20 twice. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So are the two numbers? Eighteen total. Okay, why are they separate? I need the um, two numbers separate. Oh wait, sorry. It's okay. I might be wrong about that. Uh, so I think it was, the... it was actually it was nine and eighteen separately. Sorry. Okay, cool, perfect. So you take the eighteen, that hits. Now you do your attack, which is the um, D eight plus six. D eight plus six. That's a total of eight. Perfect, and you just cut it in half. Uh, feathers burning <laughs> as that one falls um, two more come up from behind the staircase like they're, the, it wraps around the room wraps around the staircase you're kind of in the center um, and two more harpies come into play and we're going to go to them first because they're going to take place of where the other guys were so as they kind of hobble from either side uh, one's going to go for Keebler one's going to go for Yola so okay. let's do Keebler uh, that was 18. That hits, I think. So your AC is 14, so that hits. So this is going to be the first time you take damage. Uh, I do 2d4. They don't attack very hard. Uh, it takes 5 damage. So you need to track that, Kevin. So you have 40 to okay. start with. You're down at 35. Cool. Uh, but he attacks again. And that's a 14, so that hits. Three, four. So you take another four. Ooh. So you've taken nine damage so far. And the other one comes over to Yola. And one of them hits. And you take four. Okay. All right, Zach. So two more fresh ones come out. Both of them hit um, Keebler and Yola. Um, I'm going to go towards the one that I'm closest to. Okay. Is that the one? Which one is that? Is we'll that say the one next to Yola. Okay. I'm going to kind of hug the side of the room and come up next to it and just try to get it with the lance. And then we'll stop right next to it again. Okay. Um, that's an 11 to hit. Yep. Okay. 10. That's for 11 damage. Awesome. And then you're going to do the rend? Yeah. So he's going to try to bite it on the leg. And that's um, a nine to hit. That's a miss. Okay. All right, Dan, your turn. One's hurt now, and the other one's uh, totally fresh. I'll hit the hurt one. Okay. Sharpshooter? Oh, yeah. Uh, 20. Okay, that hits. Um, 21. Okay, cool. He's very hurt, but not dead. What? Uh, Yola. There's one yeah. right in front of you that is really hurt. Try to finish him off. Uh, 24 and 14 for dual wield. Okay, so let's do the first one, 24. Seven damage. Okay, you kill him. And then do you want to take your 14 to the other one? Yeah, I'll turn around and kind of like run with the rapier in front of my Mm -hmm. body, charging it because I'm done with this. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, I've got to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Damage? It is a seven as well. Perfect. All right, Keebler. 
There's one right on top of you. You can use your flame sword again. Yeah. Let's Makes do it. total sense. You gotta roll uh absolutely. Roll one D twenty. One D twenty, I got seven. Plus six. So that Oh, hit. sorry. Yeah, you're good, dude. So that hits. So now you yep. your D eight plus six. Cool. Ten. Right on. Alright, Keebler hits the last harpy just goes for another attack on you. And they both miss so horribly. Um, my misfortune's your fortune. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Zach, your turn. There's one hurt next to Keebler. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to step over the body of the dead one that I was fighting mm-hmm. and try to stab that with the lance. 19 to hit? Yep. Yeah. Plus three, 10 damage. Awesome. All right, Dan. Does cuddles need to bite it? Oh, yeah. If, I forgot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a six. He it's, does not bite it. Cuddles doing poor tonight. Yeah, he's trying, man. All right, Dan. Let's. Do you want to finish this thing off? Nah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Oh, maybe not. Nope, 11. That hits. They're they're very very squishy. <laughs> All right. They're just meat uh, sacks walking around the so ground. So many of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, twenty-two. Oh yeah, you destroyed it, and like it explodes and feathers go all over. Pop um, meat sack. As you walk around the room, you can see that there's just these nests and now four dead harpies. But on the other side of the staircase, there's another staircase going up. I'm gonna take some feathers for later if they're pretty. Definitely not pretty. What of the and description? I drop them immediately. <laughs> Definitely not pretty, but you could take them. The harpy feathers are an item you can loot. Okay, I'll still take it then. Okay. I'm gonna kind of ride cuddles over to the other entrance of the stairs. Yeah. While he kind of lifts his legs up on each side and shakes some of the gore and blood off. And then start heading up the staircase. Yeah, and something you realize when you start heading up is that because of the screams of these harpies have like lowered, the beautiful sound of the tree is coming back. So I'm headed up the stairs. All right, so as you go up, um, it's the same thing. You enter around the corner and you see light pouring in from the tree again. I'm going to kind of hold back and wait for the rest of the party. Yeah, I'll catch up. Everyone following suit? Yeah. All right. So everyone's together kind of maybe five, ten feet away from the open portal door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah, we kind of, Cuddles and I kind of like just get to the edge and kind of lean over and try to peek in. All right. So give me a stealth Let's roll. See. Stealth is uh, a 12. Okay. I'm going to say that's not enough. You <laughs> you peek your head in, and rather than seeing these giant, massive harpies kind of mutated and hobbling around, you see a, um, a much more slender version of this kind of creature. This one's male. Uh, on the top of his head is a crown of twigs. He's sitting in a twig um, throne, but it's not pretty it's not well made it's kind of just thrown together um over his shoulders hangs a cloak 
um, through his skin. You can still see the feathers, but it's much nicer and cleaner. Uh, his hands, rather than just being wings, are um, more human and have claws for like fingers. Mm. Um, his legs, though, are still very avian, and he when he moves, he is like kind of lumbering around. And is he moving? Yeah, and as he no, sees you, he picks up a staff, and on the end of the staff is an eagle skull with the beak facing out, and gets up and just screams. Uh, all right. Uh, we roll in for initiation. If you're gonna, if you're gonna enter the room, he's not coming forward to you. He's like, it's like a show of aggression, but okay. he hasn't stepped forward. I'm gonna reach into my bag and kind of dig around for a second, and then I come back out with a salamander and just toss it towards him. Okay. Cast casting. Um, then everyone, while he's doing this, roll your d20s to get your initiative roll out of the way. And so give Firebolt it- is a plus four to hit. So I need to roll the d20 plus four. Yep. 14? 14's a miss. Okay. And you see it kind of hit the wall and break through the branches and out into the sky. Okay. All right. Dan, that was a 14? 13. 13. What do you got, Kevin? Six. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> Sorry. Yolo? I rolled a 19 plus one. Sorry. You're Yolo. good. You're good. Your Zach's up to a 20. What was that, Yola? 15. 15. Okay. All right. It goes Zach first, but you kind of just went. So it goes straight yeah. down to Yola. Okay. I'm going to. I'm assuming that we're doing this. I'm not going to be scared anymore. And I'm just going to charge at him with um, dual wielding um, and also add psychic damage to it. Um, And he's all big and puffed up, right? Yeah, he's taller. He's a little bit more slender. um, Looks more muscular. Okay, I'm going to go for his face. So Um, you're going to kind of jump and kind of go for a swing with the swords. mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, 24. How do you want me to do this? One at a time or all at the same time? There's only one right now, so you can just roll them at the same time. Okay. Um, 24 and 14 to hit. Cool. That first one hits. The second one does not. Okay. Um, so seven plus, um, eight. 15? Which, yeah. Cool. You see him as he blocks the first one with his staff. He takes another slash at the face and through his beak, you can see, like, um, the tongue kind of through his cheek a little bit. Ooh. I know, it's gross. Why would you attack his face like that? Has <laughs> <laughs> right, Hag, your turn. Um, I'll fire. Per usual. With sharpshooters. And let's give you advantage because um, he's in combat with Yola. Not that I need it. Uh, 24. Yeah, that hits. Um, and for 24 whoa big hit and then I'm gonna dread ambush, uh, dread ambush him and 24 again yep wow oh my goodness uh, math 27 that's a big round yeah. All right. 
as in the deeps as um he takes those bolts he rips them from his chest and you see his wings like the arm under his arms there's wings and he flaps them and lifts off the ground and starts flying across the room uh his wings scrape against the wall and as you see that you see um one of the branches form life and land on the ground and then he comes around and goes to attack Yola, who's in the room with him. Um, 15. Does not hit. Bummer. So you see him as he kind of comes in for his um, claws. And he, as he misses you, he grabs onto the ground and looks at you. And then Keebler. So there's uh, a, I'm going... Yeah. Go, I was going to say, there's a little like stick guy that is forming life. And then there's a giant like harpy who's been taking damage and attacking people. I'm going to go after the harpy with a flame sword. All right, cool. So your D20 yeah. plus yep. six. Twelve. Ooh, misses. But with that miss, you can attack again with your dagger. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, um, same kind of thing, plus D4. six. Twenty-six. Right on. And then you do your D4, but you don't get to add the other number. Was that okay, a nat cool. 20 you rolled? That was, yeah. Oh. You're good at this, Zach. I keep missing that. So roll your, D, your uh, D4 twice. Okay, sweet. Um, D4, first one is three. And second so his, first, his first game. Wait, what was, was the second one? Both of them were three. Cool, six damage. All right, and then we're going to go to the top. No, the, the blight. And as this little stick sees you attacking his like, master who brought him to life, he comes over and swings at you. With his little hands. Yeah, he gets 23, so he hits, and he swings his little stick at you, and he does three damage. Uh-huh. That was to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And you can see, like, he's smaller than the goblins, and he's just kind of, like, wailing on you, and you can't really tell. <laughs> okay, Zach. Um, it, so the Blight is right next to the Harpy. Yeah, they're all, it's like the Yola... The Blight and the Harpy are all kind of in this. Oh, and Keebler are all in the same group. Okay. Um, is there a square somewhere where I can be in range of the Blight and the Harpy King? No, there'd be like people in between them. Okay. Um, I'm going to run up. Well, you know what? I, I have a 10 foot range, so I can be probably there, right? I want to try to bite the Blight and stab the Harpy. You could bite, move, stab. Okay. Unless, stab. I guess, stab, move, bite. Stab, move, bite. Yeah. yeah. That's the way we'll do it. Yeah. So I'm going to run up, try to stab. Um, nope. <laughs> That's Eight does not allow me to stab him. The harpy? Eight, he has eight to hit the harpy. Yeah, but no. I'm going to run back, try to bite the blight. And um, Cuddles gets a, a ten. Yes. No, uh, no, sorry. Blight is not ten; it's higher. All right, well, I'm right next to the blight, and I didn't hit Jack Squat. I'm sorry, bud. That All right, is. as yep, I... it is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I fire at the hag or the harpy or the blight. The harpy. Okay. Not done. Uh, maybe I am. Fourteen misses. Bummer. All right. The harpy goes for an attack on Yola again. Uh, you see him 
who's ne- only you're next to him, right? Yeah. Keebler too. Oh, and Keebler. So looking over, he goes to take flight, but realizes that you would both get an attack of um, opportunity. <laughs> so he just takes his uh, pole and just starts stabbing at you with it. Nice. Uh, and that was 21 to hit. Uh, hit. Okay. About to get skewered. It's not the most pleasant one. Um, seven <laughs> plus four, 11. Mm. <laughs> okay, and then we're going to go down to Keebler again. Um, I'm all attacked with the flame sword again. No, oh, it makes sense to me. So you're like, yep. cookies. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's see, that's... Um, Sorry, math. Is D20 hard. plus six. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> cool. And then D8 plus uh, six. Uh, 12. All right, yeah. You. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was D8? Yeah. Sorry. I, You're I, good, I, dude. D6. Um, nine. Yeah, still enough. Cool. So as the. Harpy goes to attack Yola with the spear. You just retaliate and you take the flaming sword and cut its head off. The oh. crown hitting the ground and smashing into pieces. And then the blight just freaks out and swings at you again for killing the harpy. Uh, and it hits you and it does uh, two damage. Two? Yeah. I'll take it. All right. And then uh, back to Zach. Come on, dude. This is yeah. This is it. Because I was gonna take the lance yeah. and just stab that tiny little Stuff tree in right your in your bag of holding. <laughs> Holy crap! A nine. Yeah, that, that's not good. And he tries to bite it for a nineteen. That one hits. Um. Oh, yeah. For six damage. Uh. Okay. Not dead. But definitely hurt. Yeah. Yola, you want to end this? <laughs> yeah. Tell me if this is just a horrible idea, but Fingers I want crossed. to run up and pick up the little stick man and snap him across my knee. I, I like it. What do I have to roll for that? Unarmed attack. It should be the last thing in your attack. Okay. It's like one plus my strength modifier. Okay, so it's a d20. Mm-hmm. A 13. Yep, that's enough. I hope that was a correct number. <laughs> you're you're okay. good. It's it's it, you only need to, to get a thirteen. It's like a very low. Okay, and then to damage, I mean, am I good now? Let's no, do a D four plus. Damage. Yeah, let's do a D four plus your strength. It's a three. <laughs> Plenty. You just <laughs> yeah. take this little stick and just like crack it over your legs. <laughs> And drop the little pieces next to the broken crown. Oh, that's a dope crown. As you walk around the room, um, it's much cleaner than the bottom floor. But again, on the back side of the staircase, there's another staircase going up. Can we steal the crown? crown? Yeah. Yeah. You go go for it. No, no, no. You're like King Elf of Cookies. I mean, he he already has a hat on, don't you? Yes, that's true. I am wearing my red Keebler hat. So, yeah, by all means. Okay. Please. Crown. Go ahead. Because it's pretty. Maybe. 
Is there any reason? Should we search this room? I want to search this room. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing in here. Okay. Uh, just the throne and um, the other staircase on the other side. Okay. I'm going to uh, use primeval awareness to see if um, any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within a mile. Actually, for the first time, like you've tried this, you sense nothing. Hmm. Interessante. Yeah. Um, I slide off of cuddles and head towards the other staircase. Okay. All you hear you coming. All you hear again are the beautiful sounds from the tree of like the chirping and the the bird sounds again. No more screams. No more pain. Okay. So I start headed up with cuddles behind me. Yeah, and same thing as always. You start getting to the top and you see more light pouring through. This time it's much brighter though. Okay, I'm following behind, but hesitantly. I'm a little more care. I try to peek into the room again. Okay. No cuddles. Roll for anything? Roll perception? Uh, Stealth. Stealth. Uh, Ten. Okay, as you peek your head through, um, there's a bright light that comes through because the wall is so much thinner up here. The branches are much more spaced apart. And you see like a um, log stump covered in a red cloth. And on the top, there's like a padding. And in the center of it is a crystal ball clear, just sitting on top of this stump. Shiny. And we're all up there. I mean, you can move if you want. Oh, Fennec is the only one who could see it though, right? Yeah. He's at the top. I'm gonna well, are we following closer. him? So all of a sudden, we just stopped. Yeah, it all stopped, and then Fennec like peeked around the corner. Yeah. So I'm gonna walk into the room and move towards the crystal ball to do an arcana check. Okay. So as you get up and you're peering into the crystal ball, and like peering into it, um, it almost seems like a screeching comes from the crystal ball, but um, instead of that crashing through the branches a giant bird head from um, a rock, which is like a giant eagle, smashes into the tree, its talons entering the bottom floor, or the second floor, and its head going in to attack you real quick. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, 14 plus <laughs> 27. Uh, that hits. It's a 14 <laughs> plus 27? It's not. Okay. <laughs> Seven, eleven, twenty damage. Okay. So let's all that roll. Let's all roll initiative again. All right, Zach. Okay, so he's burst through the roof, mm-hmm. right? Which is like the same arch. Mm-hmm. Where is he currently? Uh, he like knocked the crystal ball off its pedestal on the ground, and it's where the pedestal. So it's like two, three feet from you. Okay. And which is only about ten feet away from the staircase. Like this top and section is much tighter. Where are the rest of you guys? I believe they're all still in the stairwell. Okay. Um, how big is the room? 15 um, feet? The entire thing, yeah. It would be about 20 feet, like diameter. Okay. Um, I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out 
this small cube that has all these different sides on it and different things. And I'm going to push side three. Okay, what happens? Living matter can't pass through the barrier. So around you, how big is the cube? 15 feet on either side, on all sides. Okay, so it is already in with you. Well, I push it. Uh, it causes the barrier to come into contact with a solid. Can't pass through. You can't move any closer. So I can't. It will trap it inside with me. Yeah, let's say like if you run to the opposite side. Yeah. You could do it and it will include the staircase and you and the bird on the outside. So they won't be able to come up. Right. They would be like stuck in the staircase, protected. Okay. You'd also be protected, but on the back side. I'm going to do that. Okay. So I'm blocking them in the stairwell. Okay. And you see the bird kind of start freaking out and pecking at this giant force field. Um, Zach, what are you thinking they, they, they should be doing? Yeah. Because I'm trying to come through the top of the wood, maybe. Oh, so definitely I can come past and you're sheltering us from inside of the stairs. Yeah, like you're safe um, in the staircase, but you also can't move or attack it then. It's oh, wait, only wait. Last... It's only living things, right? Yeah. So you can still shoot stuff through the forest field. Right. I don't have anything like Or magic. Yeah. My spell slots are gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just... Hmm. I've got to find a gap then and duck out. And get kind of like you can also just wait. To the side. You can like push okay. your turn to the end. Let's do that. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of yelling at him. I'm like, "There's a big." That's not yeah. my character voice, but I'm yelling at them about this huge bird. Yeah, I think. Like, just. I think most of them can see it now too, as it's like banging against mm-hmm. this forest field. All right, uh, as hag. I fire. And it's like almost from the first time, like you don't need to do it from shelter or anything because it can't get through. <laughs> so you can almost just shoot like whatever. <laughs> I still, the barrier only I still, lasts for a minute too, by the way. I still hide rounds. in the yeah, door. Yeah. I still hide around the doorway though. Okay. With my bonus. You still action. try to be sneaky? Yeah. And I will fire with sharpshooter. Um, 23. Uh, I believe that hits. Yes. Okay. Um. Butcha. Uh, is that twenty? Okay. And then for my ambusher. Um. What's that? Twenty-three. Yep. Cool. Okay. Keebler. I don't, you could throw your dagger at it if you want, but that's the only thing you could get through the force field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. So you're going to roll your D20 again, just like you would add the modifier. I believe. So that's 18. 18 hits. And then you roll your uh, D4 plus six and your dagger's gone. Got it. Uh, D4 plus six would be seven. Cool. All right. Uh, the Rock's turn. <laughs> I think he's going to like come <laughs> up on the backside and like, so he pulls out of the tree 
and he kind of flies around towards uh, the cube on the other side with you, but sees that like he still can't get through. Um, now it's Yola's turn. There still might not be anything for you to do. Yeah, if the force field's still up. Um, I'm going to give um, Azhag Bardic Inspiration. Yes. Uh, like, keep killing it. So you get another Inspiration <laughs> die. That's 1d6 to add. Ability check, attack, roll, and saving throw. Dope. Okay, Zach, your turn. You see at least the shadow of the bird flying around the backside of the tree. Okay, can it see me currently? Uh, no, you're inside, but it can see so your... I don't, need to, I don't need to disengage? No. Okay. Um, oh, I need to... That was three charges on this thing. Um, I'm going to hit the sixth side, the cancel side, and the barrier is going to drop, and then I'm going to move into the hallway with everyone else. Into a staircase? Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Um, guess I'll still hide behind that thing and fire again. You can't see it. Oh, because it's flying around. Mm-hmm. And there's, is there any like holes or anything? There's like a big hole right in front of you that you can see out, but you can't see it. And it's like making its way on the back side. So if you like peek your head out, you can see the shadow of it flying. Uh, um, and I would I assume like Fennec could have told you that because he was out there. Yeah. Okay. I was I was probably yelling at them the whole time. Kind of. And I guess I will um, make some good berries. Am I on good berries? <laughs> okay. Are you giving him to anybody? Um, I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> is somebody hurt? Uh, Keebler. Keebler is, right? Keebler's hurt. Yeah. Oh, then I'll just cure wounds on Keebler. Okay. Um, where is that? So I touch him and I heal him for six. All right. Keebler, your turn. How much did you heal him for? Six. Cool. So you can Sweet. add six back to that number. Um, nice. So it's your turn. You know that the the rock is kind of flying on the backside, coming back around. Um, I can't attack with a flame sword, right? No, not right now. No. Is there anything you want to do like, uh, before he gets back? Um, there's. Uh, I don't know. I don't there's know also there's, there's like a there's a idea in D and D called hold action, where you're like, if this happens, I want to do this. So like you save your attack for later. Okay. So like, what would your if then statement be? Like if what happens? Mm-hmm. Um. If he lands at that hole okay. or stops at that hole, yeah, then I'll attack. Okay. They'll like charge and attack. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. It is now the rock's turn. And I'll say, yeah, he'll come back where the crystal ball is and land and kind of hover over it. And then cool. you'll come running out with your flame sword. You'll speak, speak its word to like, ignite it. Cookies. Cookies. All right. Roll your D20. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's um sorry it's it's t20 plus six right yep cool that is 22 yeah definitely enough and then it's your d8 plus six i believe plus we forgot to do it last time um because it's on fire you get to do the 2d6 on the end so you roll your d8 plus six my d8 um plus six is seven perfect and then do uh 2d6 so roll the d6 twice that was four and four four and four perfect all right uh yola your turn the bird is back in bird is back. <laughs> and well it seems like we can leave the force field now the force field's or, down go down okay i'm gonna run and attack with both my swords or rapiers um and it's nose holes is it just chilling out or is it going back and forth pecking at things oh he's definitely like swaying back and forth and Keebler just heard it, so it's like yeah. rearing up and like definitely like an angry eagle. Uh, that's scary. Okay. Um, I'm going to run and point the rapiers up to kind of jab it when he comes back down. Okay. Um, I don't know if any of these are going to hit. 14 and 8. No, 14 and 8 yeah, both miss. Good. And then I'm going to moonwalk backwards. Disengage back <laughs> into the hole. See you later. <laughs> So you like slide in on one knee and hold your swords up. It yeah. doesn't do anything. So you just stand there like, okay. <laughs> you didn't toothpick yourself in the face. I'm yeah, out. yeah, I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. Um, okay. How, how tall is the tree? Um, at least 100 feet. It's okay. giant. Taller than fi- Featherfall. <laughs> So it's um, well, Featherfall, um, you can trigger it on your way down. Okay. You know? So you could yeah. drop 50 feet, trigger it. Who's still in the tunnel? Uh, just you and Azhag. Where did Yola go? Uh, I guess Yola did get back in. Yeah. Um, climbing on my mount is an action, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So you could do that, and then you could do rend. Or you could do that and move. Yeah. Um, can I prepare an action? No, because that was your action. Okay, yeah. The other one's a bonus action. Um, yeah, I'm going to climb onto Kettles and move behind the rock. You can't get to... behind because it's like it's outside facing in. Then I'm just going to wait in the tunnel on Kettles. Okay. Yeah. As hack. Uh, um,. So can I can peer out and shoot at it, or is it still around? Oh no, no, you can shoot at it. Okay, so then I'm gonna do my nimble escape thing to hide, and then shoot from cover. Yeah, like inside the t- the staircase. Yeah. Oh, I rolled the twenty. Oh, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. You get double yeah. double rolls then. <laughs> Look at that. That's a good roll. Mm. That's a good roll. Mm. Wow, did not use it very well. Uh. 25. Cool. That your turn? Yeah, I guess. It was very good. <laughs> you did a lot of damage. <laughs> All right, Keebler. The rock now has a bolt into it. It's kind of bleeding. 
You're standing next to it. Uh, I'm right next to it. I'm yeah. going to use my flame repeat. Yeah, you get it. So over that D20. <laughs> Shish kebab this bird. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that is um, 13. That misses. I know. And because of that, it's going to try to attack you. It's good that you got that extra health from Dan. That's right. Uh, what a guy. So 26, that hits. So four, uh, 14, 23. Oof, okay. Okay, Yola. <laughs> you got it. that much damage? I think that shocks me a little bit. Um, okay. I'm gonna do a couple things. I used my lucky feet to roll again and prep, and I critted with the first roll. What does that mean? I've never actually critted before. You get to roll your damage dice twice and then add the plus. Oh, okay. It's it's very good. Claps claps yeah, for twenty, claps, claps for twenty. For Courtney. <laughs> um okay, so I'm gonna claps. <laughs> Kinda do the same thing and try to go for his like vulnerable parts like nose hole, uh, whatever. Um or Yeah, you, you're going and... for that head. Yeah, yeah you got that hit. Yeah. And uh twenty eight and twenty two to hit. Yeah, both hit. Um and, and one of them hmm? So wait, twenty eight and twenty four to hit. Yeah. Twenty eight and twenty two to hit. Okay, and then fourteen damage for the first one? Uh total. And that was with the double for the 20? Yeah, Oof. I'm overcomplicating it. Sorry. <laughs> All right, it's looking very bad. And then oh, you're... Oh, you got more? Uh, I want to heal myself real quick because um, I don't like that my ally has got so much damage and I'm wondering what's going to happen. How are you going to heal yourself? With the um, healing word bonus action. Perfect. Um, that'll add... Three. To you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You take. You stab with both swords, and you like speak over yourself and heal. And then it's um, Zach's turn. Going to charge with cuddles from the bullpen towards yeah. <laughs> the rock and try to catch it in the chest with the lance. Yeah, you run up the stairs, screaming on the top of your raccoon. With uh, nineteen plus five, twenty-four. Yeah. Sorry, I should have had. For 11 damage? Yeah, that's enough. Your lance comes through, pierces through the head. It rears back, and you just see it slowly fall from the, the hole to the ground on the, the floor. You feel a little bit of a shake because of its weight. And on the ground next to you is still that lone crystal, a knocked over pedestal. I'm going to go check the crystal. I'm going to slide off of Cuddles because I'm right next to it. Mm-hmm. And do it. Should I want to try to check it out? Do you mean to roll like an arcana check or an intelligence or anything? It could be either. Okay. I said that I should have known. No, you're good. What my plus was. I'm going to do an arcana check. Mm hmm. <laughs> Six. It definitely could be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to touch it. Yeah, as you lift it, nothing happens, and you look into it, 
and you can see right through. It's like almost um, completely transparent. Um, you've never seen an object like this before. You don't even know how one would make something like this. Uh, I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't even know how someone would make something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I show it to Keela. I'm like, have you, in all your journeys, have you seen anything like this before? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to think like the intern had like a false sense of like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a little familiar, but. <laughs> Let me let me see your dagger real quick. I'm gonna cut the my, dagger's my, actually on the ground. My dagger, uh, my dagger's like gone. The yeah. the outside ground. It's in the bird. Somebody give me something sharp. I like. I don't. I'm just gonna cut or maybe tear part of the tablecloth and tie the ball into it. I'll hand you my dagger. I mean, this is the most magical looking thing in here, and they said there was a magical item. I bet this is it. So you cut the, so. the cloth, you kind of wrap it and cover it up. Yeah. So you have like this orb in red cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe we should get out of this tree and then I'll check it out a little bit more. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, sounds good to me. So as you all make your way down, you go through all the levels of things that you vanquished. Um, Yola has her crown. There's mm-hmm. the dead hags that she has some feathers from. As you exit the base of the tree, um, maybe a single tear comes from Keebler's eye, like he had found his home, but now is leaving. <laughs> um, and there's a giant dead rock sitting next to you on the ground. Do take that out and check it out or wait till we get home? Well, we're not going to make it home for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, check out the bird. I'm just going to sit down, open it up, on the ground, Cuddles probably sits next to me, and I start kind of flipping through some books and just poking it and picking it up and looking at it. Okay. Concentrating really, really hard on different parts of the country we've well, traveled so you, through. Well, and you can take a 20 on that. The Arcana. Well, was that? Take a, you can take a 20. Like where you take spend 20 minutes. Like, yeah, that's what he's well, doing. He's like meditating with it now. Yeah. Yeah. And you're with the bird. Yeah, I take one of its uh talons. Okay, it's huge. It's <laughs> the like talon. Definitely bigger than your head. The talon is? Yeah. Oh. Then I don't. Maybe I mean, cut you, the you tip off. Totally can. Or if you want to take one of its like the talon is like the whole foot, right? Thought... Or is it just no, the no, claw? Like... Oh, all right, you can take one, one of those. Yeah. Yeah, the whole foot is like way bigger than your head. Right, 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 right. All right. So you start you start piecing off the things. You can just write down whatever you want because you've got time. Uh there's like feathers, the eyes, uh the beak, the talons and stuff. Um Fennec, as you sit with the orb, you definitely know it's magical. You don't know what it is, but um as you stare at it, like over long periods of time, you'll just see like little flashes of different areas. Um, you don't recognize any of them, but like different zones are peering through this this orb. Hmm. What are they like? Just oh, you mean like the flashes? Yeah, it's just like different scenes, and you don't know if it's like what the past they? or the present, or it's like different towns. Um, there's like dungeons, caves, oceans. 
Okay. And they're um, all like they're all like half seconds, just like quickly coming and going, and then back to clear. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to concentrate and see if I can focus it on mid ten. Yeah, and you spend time with it, and it doesn't seem like you can control it at all. Okay. Hmm. I want to come over and watch. <laughs> I'm uh, walking around the tree to find whichever way the sun is creating a shadow. And hide? Yeah. Because we're in a prairie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and I think that's where we'll end. Um, oh, great. <laughs> as Hag's in the shadows... Yola's watching Fennec as he kind of meditates over this ball, trying to figure out what it does. It doesn't seem to be reacting to you at all. It just seems to be doing what it does on its own. Um, Keebler looks at you and is like, I'm out of here. I'm about to head back. Uh, and you My start... intern shift has ended for yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm definitely not getting paid enough for this. And you start, <laughs> you start just jogging south. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for joining. Back. Yeah, safe travels. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Kevin. Um, yeah, do you yeah, have some so much fun? Do you have some stuff you can plug? Oh man, um, not really. Uh, you have a new fireside podcast. Fireside podcast for yeah. sure. I saw a new logo on your Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I, um, I've always kind of, man, I've redesigned my own self brand stuff so many times. I over think the years. since I've known but, uh, you, you're on three or four now. <laughs> Probably, yeah, probably, yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, I just launched another one, and uh, we'll see how long it lasts. I th- I'm pretty happy with it. So where can hopefully we at least a few? Where years. can we find that? Uh, you could find uh, my site is greendesign.co. There's an e after green. Um, also on Instagram at uh, greendesign.co. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool, and we'll try to link Twitter. all of this. Sure. Yeah, Twitter's Kevin Green. Kevin Green. Uh, yeah. Yep, Kevin Green. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, we'll try to share all this if you're on youtube or um listening to the podcast later um if you're listening to this live you should just go and google around until you find it it's green with an e um in addition to finding kevin you can find zach courtney dan and myself uh everywhere in the show notes that we've posted on past um podcasts uh give us a follow on whatever social medias you're on or if you can subscribe on twitch that'd be really cool um, we'd love to hear from you, so feel free to tweet at us or send us a DM. Thanks for coming and watching this little fun in a tree with Keebler. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks, guys. Bye.